everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Y- yes. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week is the Bunny Mary. Which is an excellent name. I got to say, the name alone is great. Bunny Mary. I don't like Bloody Marys because I don't like tomato juice at all. I don't like V8. I don't like Bloody Mary mix. I don't like it. I don't like tomatoes. Stop making me try to like tomatoes. I don't like them. So what you're saying is you don't like tomatoes. Correct. Oh, interesting. I mean, I like tomatoes, like spaghetti sauce. Yes, but I have noticed that I benefit from this when you eat salads because I'll have little cherry tomatoes and like, nom, 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 nom. I pick out all the little tomatoes and I give them to you. That's so far. I thought you just loved me, but I guess you just don't I like d- them. For you, they're garbage and <laughs> trash. <laughs> you know what? You If you like them that much, I'd give them to you even if I did like them. I know. I thought you were giving me your treasures, but you're giving me your trash. I give you the yolks from my eggs on the salad. But you also think it's garbage. No. You, egg yolks are treasures. Why don't you eat them? Because you like them. I mean, I do. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. The Bunny Mary is basically a Bloody Mary, but it uses carrot juice instead of tomato juice. Also... A drink in anticipation of Easter. Mm-hmm. Because Mardi Gras next week, you guys. If you squeeze the Easter bunny hard, a bunny Mary do comes out. Absolutely not. Do not squeeze any bunnies. Some bunny Mary juice comes no. out. No. That's not how you make this drink? Absolutely not. No. To catch the Easter bunny. No. Sque- Leave the bunnies alone. Squeeze them a little bit. No. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so the bunny Mary is three ounces of carrot juice, an ounce and a half of vodka. We use the Old Bay vodka. Do you think people just have carrot juice... Lying around in their house I mean I bought mine at the store It you is the least usual juice to have around I guess you juice carrots ju- That the, When we get the big bags of carrots Those are for juicing They were for soup Mm-mm, For juice Souping Nope juicing I think they're souping Absolutely not no It says juicing carrots on the bag I thought it said souping carrots <laughs> <laughs> Souping carrots I, mean, I thought they were for soup For uh, cooking with vegetables No they're no it's for making <laughs> juice <laughs> oh okay well i mean still i don't think it is not the most popular juice for people orange has to be the most popular juice. i think it goes in like smoothies and stuff we put carrot juice in there maybe fair yeah no th- it's definitely part of energy drinks and you you it probably covers up flavor juice of powders cleanses. of powders anyway so uh we got ours from Publix, like fresh from the produce section but you can also buy it like in a you know in a bottle that's sealed off the the shelf stable but i got fresh Mm -hmm. uh carrot juice we use old bay vodka which just has like the slightest after hint if you're looking for it i of old bay i could not tell in this drink it goes well it's it's a great vodka the old bay vodka you got to be in maryland to get it though um and then a little bit of lemon juice honey syrup so that's half honey and half water and then it calls for either um, pickle juice or caper juice, neither of which we have. So I used apple cider vinegar, which turned was great. Just a little bit of that. Wait, pickle juice is just the vinegar that's in a pickle jar? Yeah, but it's got salt in it. Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't put any salt. I used apple cider vinegar and um, hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And so it's zippy. Yep, like a Bloody Mary, except with no bloody because no tomato juice. right because it's orange so it's a very tasty drink highly recommend for your easter celebration oh you also put tahini on the rim 
I used tahini on the rim. Yep. It's, it's nice. That's your little touch. Yep. Mm, it's good. I liked it. I, that does not. It's equal in quality to a Bloody Mary, and I like Bloody Marys. Yeah, I I liked it also, and I didn't think I was going to because I don't really like like savory cocktails, but it was not as savory as I thought it was going to go. Yeah, because the carrot juice is much subtler than tomato yeah. juice, which is very in your face. Here's, here's your face. <laughs> okay, uh, you ready for administrative corner? Oh my God, I love administrative corner. I've been waiting for a week for administrative corner. Well, here we are. I've been staying up late hoping for administrative corner like Santa Claus, but it did not come in the morning. If if you ever find yourself doing that, you could just be like, Jen, I'm staying up for administrative corner and then I will give you some administrative items. You'll be like, oh, let's plan a trip next year. Let me let me do this logistics. Let we do administrative corner the, many times during the day, actually. Let me actually. fill the calendar. I know, but you never say it. Oh, I'll do that next time. So instead I'll of going like, Ingo, we need to talk about these flights, I'll be like, hey, Ingo, it's time for household administrative corner. I'll be like, ah. Oh. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll be all, uh, I'll be, I'll arrive. All, all right. excited. This is good info. Because mm-hmm. normally you go, oh, oh no. And you go, <laughs> I got, let's, let's talk logistics. And I go, I steal myself for the logistics. So yeah. now instead of saying, let's talk logistics, I'm going to be like, it's time for administrative corner. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then you go, logistics. And I'll go, oh, you tricked me. <laughs> Crap. So anyway, administrative corner for the podcast this week is last week we talked about Ben's comics. Cheesy comics is their handle. Yes. Continue to be hilarious. Oh, everyone exceeds the one prior. I said uh, that Ben, the author of the comics, was eight or nine years old. And uh, Ben's not allowed to listen to the podcast by himself, (laughs) but his dad listens. And his dad let him hear the part where we talked about him. And uh, Ben wanted us to know that he was 10 going on 11. I mean, it's clear now that I look at the cartoons, you know, the more recent ones and stuff, the subtlety is shows that he's older. It's, yeah. cl- it's, it's clear. You, yeah. can, you can listen to this part, Ben. Ben's dad. <laughs> you, can let, you can listen to this. The, the hopper, the leg, return of the leg was excellent um, today. Yeah. It was with just subtle yet effective. <laughs> so anyway, um, sorry for youngifying you, Ben. Ben is 10, almost 11. That's not really a word, Ben. She's making words now. <laughs> all right it's time for dog updates yay uh we have two main dog updates one is that hopper hurt her shoulder last week probably swimming but i don't know what normally when she hurts that front leg it's the elbow and she screwed up the shoulder like she was like arching her back she didn't want to put any weight on it when she tried to stand on it it would kind of buckle under her so we went into the emergency vet overnight and uh she got a shot essentially of morphine variant of morphine <coughs> to tide her over until we could get her a fentanyl patch the next day <laughs> which is also close to morphine and uh so she's been wearing a fentanyl patch uh, since fr- last friday so it's supposed to last three days i think it lasts longer so she's still got it on yeah um she's a bad opium addict she gets all whiny She's all whiny. Oh, God, is she whiny these all days? All she does is whine. Then you go over, you pet her, and then you, then she's fine. Then you, you offer her to go out, and she's like, "No, that's not what I want, but I want something very badly." But <laughs> I, I will know. not tell you what it but is. That's not it. She does what we call now the reverse double flop. So she'll <laughs> be sitting there, and we'll come over, and she's like, "Meef, meef, meef," and we're like, "All right, let's go outside." And then sometimes she'll just 
lay down on her side. She'll That's throw the herself down onto her side. Yes. I mean, it's a violent, a dramatic move. So that's the flop. So uh, she's sitting there. Come on, let's go out. And then she goes, Bleh. no, throws how herself could, to the how ground. How could the you flop. think I want to go outside? So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I always win. I'm going to block her from being able to flop. I'm going to be like, all right, it's time to go out. And I'm going to go to the side where she would flop herself down and block it so she can't do like, that. Like with your shin. Yeah, I just yeah. stand there. So there's nowhere to flop down to. And then what she does when she sees me coming like that, and you, she does this to both of us, is that she pushes her whole body up to lean on the other side and then flops on that side. <laughs> so it's like a half roll over and then flop onto the other side, it the reverse double flop. Immensely dramatic. It's oh. it's just like the, the Greta Garbo, I want to be alone. <laughs> but then she doesn't want to be alone because then you turn away and she goes, meow, meow, meow. Like, what did you want? Oh, I don't know. She was doing it today when I was in class and I was like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to tug the rope with you? No. Do you want me to throw the ball for you? No. I put her under a blanket for a while. <laughs> I tried to get her to chomp the blow high and she'd be like lightly entertained. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. She didn't want to go out. She didn't want to get up. She didn't want to do anything. She was just being a little diva. And it's still, I mean, the elevator's still broken. No updates there. Tomorrow, tomorrow is elevator day. Tomorrow is our the. Three I will weeks. accept no pessimism. Tomorrow from you. is three weeks. It, it has actually been three weeks yes, since we called it in, yeah. I, which I didn't know that we would survive, but we have. But anyway, the what I was gonna say before I was so, <laughs> was I slightly redirected is that uh, <laughs> it's a real production to get Hopper out still because you, I got to sort of reach under. You know, she has no real armpits in the front and. She has one. I, I got to carry her out. And it's not easier when she's flopping around like some kind of no. floppy bag. <laughs> so that's why. It, but then when she's downstairs, I think she's fairly happy when she's on the beach. Yes. During the day. Yep. Because she does. And then she can miraculously gets up and, you know, hops into the water and is quite fine. Gets out of the water, plays with a ball with no apparent issues and then but she there get, is definitely something wrong with her shoulder she's though. still sore i mean she's not you know it kind of gives out and like buckles weird i mean you've seen yeah. it she's yeah, not yeah. faking it she's not, not faking it she is it's a little bit selectively exaggerated yeah yeah so she's but she is getting better overall it's just glacial <laughs> indeed yeah so that's hops um the other update is that cb uh he has had this kind of like hairless spot on his foot, which dogs sometimes get. Sometimes they're called lick granulomas, where it's just like a kind of a spot that they've been licking. Or I thought maybe it was that or like a callus. Or he like where he lies on it. Maybe he's frictioning it. Right. Yeah. So we didn't really think much about it. And then um, one morning a few days ago, three or four days ago, we woke up and there was like blood on his foot. Not a lot. But it's very easy to see on his red fur that there was a little bit of blood. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, if he has a callus, like, you know, sometimes he licks them or scrapes it or whatever. And I thought that's what might have happened. And I went up and I looked at this and uh, it was oozing some gunk. So he had another abscess, not anything like what was on his shoulder. But I was like, and you guys, you should not be eating lunch when you listen to this podcast, as I believe we have established. Ever. So I went up and I was like hmm it looks like there's some gunk coming out of this what happens if i squeeze it and the answer was like a whole bunch of additional gunk came out of it, it was extremely <laughs> gross i mean that was somewhat the high odds the predictable 
yes, result I, of squeezing. I did go in prepared for it with the Kleenexes and stuff. So we had to go back to the emergency vet. But the thing is, like, for the elbow abscess, which hasn't even finished fully healing yet, he did one round of one kind of antibiotics. And then when the culture came back, he did another round of another antibiotic. And so he's done two full rounds of antibiotics. And now he has an abscess on his foot. So obviously, whatever that is, is not responsive to the antibiotics that he's been on. So they put him on the scary antibiotics that hops was on for her MRSA infection. And why are they so scary? Because if you touch them, it can kill your bone marrow. So you are not able to produce any blood cells anymore. And then you die. If you touch them with your skin or maybe inhale the powder. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty like it's toxic stuff. Mm -hmm. Weirdly, we're giving it to Brody in his food, but (laughs) humans sometimes take this antibiotic too. It, I mean, it's rare that your body ceases the ability to produce blood cells and you die. But it is a thing that is known to happen. So you have to wear gloves when you wear this. It freaks me the hell out. Uh, so anyway, he's on that for seven days. I think today is day three. Feels about right, but it's five pills three times a day, right? It is, yes, five pills three times a day. It is high dosage stuff. So we've just like we've got the latex gloves on the counter now, and you know we do a little biohazard operation to administer three times a day. Oh, Brody. Otherwise, he seems okay. I mean, he's not, he, he doesn't seem whiny like hops. He's, he seems yeah. fairly normal. Yeah, that like that abscess was very sore for the first day or so. Like it definitely bugged him when I touched it. Sure. Which I tried not to do because if it has MRSA, we didn't culture it or anything. But if it has MRSA in it, that's bad. Um, but it's doing, and it's less swollen today. I noticed that it's it's still kind of puffy. They shaved around it, so you can really see the swelling. But it's much better. So oh, it's good, and and luckily he's not manically licking either. Yes. Um, sore spot right now, so he hasn't hasn't needed the cone. Yeah, he's sleeve free because Dr. Jason, who's like the most of the time overnight vet, was like, you know, maybe the sleeve is kind of a thing that's allowing bacteria to get carried around and rubbed on there so like let's take the sleeve off and i was like all right i'm like i don't want to put him in the cone but fortunately he's been pretty good about it he looks so good without the sleeve he's such a (laughs) handsome boy now he is a handsome man yeah so that's it for dog updates um we have a number of important items under ramblings i can't wait okay so last week we talked about butterboards Many people share your disdain of the butterboard. It's a you've just replaced the bread with wood. Yeah, wood. It, that's true. But I I think one thing that was established in the post podcast commentary is that you call a piece of bread with butter on it a sandwich, and that is definitely not the accepted English meaning of the word sandwich. No, it should be open faced bread with butter whatever it's just bread with butter it's not a sandwich put stuff on bread to eat it it's not i'm this is not a foreign concept i was trying to explain i know but you just kept talking about sandwiches i was you know imprecise (laughs) it's people didn't quite know what you were talking about well that's common i'm used to that (laughs) that was not their fault so anyway um people (laughs) shared your upsetness at the butterboard and then a number of people were like what about butter candles and i was like i'm gonna ask him i know and i was like 
And then everybody, like the idea percolated over the week. So by the last few days, people have been tagging Ingo and butter candle posts. And I really wanted to be the one to introduce you to the concept of a butter candle, but new. The internet got to you first. I'm, I am still not convinced it's real. I have a picture of one right here for no, you. No, I understand that there may be Photoshop versions or that someone may have put this creation together as a <laughs> crime against any deity that you may believe in. But why? What the? Why does it have to be on fire? You All know, right. I'm not in favor of this. So for. For those who are not familiar with butter candles, it's basically like the butter board we talked about last week, except you take all that stuff and then you make it into a candle. So you like take a plastic tub, you fill it with softened butter, and then other accoutrements, put some like garlic cloves in there, some herbs maybe, and you shape it and then you put a wick in it, which can be just like normal kitchen twine. Sorry, sorry. You put a wick in butter. Mm-hmm. And this should not be skipped over. And then you refrigerate it or freeze it so it gets hard. And then you take the plastic tub off and then you have a candle and you light the wick. And so then the idea is that you have a pool of kind of soft melty butter at the top. <laughs> and then you have little slices of bread that you stick into the candle and get butter on them. What are we, Edmondson going to the South Pole? We're burning like whale blubber now. We're doing talc, talc candles. Butter doesn't need to burn. I think tallow is the word you're looking tallow. for. Tallow. Talc is a powder. Tallow. <laughs> well, Don't make me come over there, <laughs> Gobek. We shouldn't be burning butter. I'm going to make a butter candle next oh. week for the podcast. Uh, you know what? I bet it burns nasty, black, sooty, and smelly. Well, we can report you next week. You don't need to burn butter. We have wax candles. We have paraffin. We have... But Fancy. you eat this. We have developed over the last 10,000 years away from burning This is not to serve animal as a, fat. No, no. This the purpose of that is not to be a candle, it's to be a snack. It's on fire. I know, but but like you wouldn't eat a beeswax candle and you're supposed to eat the butter candle. You know what I eat a snack? Is a piece of butter that's just like nice and soft and room temperature. It does fine why do you have to catch it on fire what does it have to be but a candle i don't understand <laughs> i bet it's hazardous i bet it makes toxins <laughs> all right uh, we'll, we'll try it next you week put a wick in candle why don't you just take our block of butter and we have a little butter dish mm -hmm. stick a wick in there and catch it on fire F forget the wick just flame the whole thing like with flame a blowtorch just blowtorch it I got a blowtorch. I could do then that. And you got a butter candle. Great. You freaking... That's not a candle. A candle has to have a wick. This is an abomination. It's also not a candle. It is, though. It looks just like a candle. It's... I don't think it burns the way those guys that this make it look shows. like. But there's like a wax candle inside there or something. We're going to try thing. it next week. Ugh. Next week, making a butter candle. Maybe Ugh. we'll do a bonus pot this weekend and I'll make a butter candle. It's making me a little nauseous to think <laughs> about it. I think... Why are you catching butter on fire? The, the butter just melts. It, it, the beauty of butter is that at room temperature, it's nice and soft. But people like melted butter for like dunking lobster chunks, for example. Oh, why don't people just dunk into their wax candles? Lovely. It's also melted. Because butter is a food and wax is not a food. Ah, 
butter is a food and not a candle. <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> catching your butter on fire. The, again, the butter is not on fire. <laughs> it, it, the it, wick it, is on fire and the butter around it is melted in a little pool. Mm. I don't know if that works that way. And we're going to try drawing, next week. It's drawing butter through the wick to burn. Right? I mean, that's true. Yeah. Fair enough. The whole block is not on fire. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just saying. Maybe. I accept your complaints, but you're going to need to be a little more precise with your language. What? For what? Why do I need to? <laughs> why? Why would I need that? I'm outraged and the whole concept is crappy. I don't have oh. to. I don't have to be precise in explaining how it's crappy. I'm not proposing this, I'm sorry, regression of 10,000 years of culinary technic, tec, technicality, <laughs> <laughs> technology. <laughs> I'm not proposing that we go back to the freaking Stone Age where we just light animal fat on fire to cast shadows against the wall Again, because the we purpose, haven't invented television. The purpose of this is a snack, not as a light source snacks don't have to be on fire again the butter is not on fire oh my god <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i'm sorry every time we have a ranch dip you light a candle is that it you have to warm the ranch dip no you don't have to but melted you... butter is nice and this is a technique for melting and softening butter you know what we have microwaves <laughs> they mean, don't require flame that is a legit enough point mm. I have many points. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this weird thing. I, it's, I think it's trolling. They've trolled me. <laughs> Nobody needs, yeah, a butter candle. Hops, we were just talking about you being a diva. She's doing it right now. Well, before we indulge her divaness, let me read you this next additional important story, which uh. is an update in the fish scandal. Ooh, weights in fish. Weights in fish. Suspect in fishing scandal faces more legal woes. This is from the Herald in Sharon Pa. That's Pennsylvania. Pa. You got it. Okay. Dateline Hermitage, February 6th. A hermitage man accused of cheating in a fishing tournament by putting weights in fish <laughs> is facing more legal difficulties, this time involving the passing of fake currency in a bowling alley. Wow. Chase Elliott Kaminsky. 36, was charged Monday along with his son, Caden Kaminsky, 18, both of Keel Ridge Road in Hermitage, with conspiracy to commit forgery and with related charges after employees said they passed fake $100 bills in 10-pin alley in Hermitage. Caden was charged with forgery, trademark counterfeiting, and theft by deception, and both men were charged with conspiracy to commit those crimes in a criminal complaint. Wow. Video surveillance from January 20th shows a $100 bill with, quote, for motion picture purposes only, <laughs> and, quote, not legal tender, and several other writings on it showing the bill was fictitious, being passed by Caden for $56 worth of services. Caden was given $44 in change. <sighs> Such fake currency is produced legally for use as props and commonly known as movie money. The images vary slightly from real bills and markings and text identified as fake. They don't vary slightly. That's a major variation. <laughs> and when it says this is fake money on it. In an interview with police, Caden, a high school senior, told police that he gave one of his friends $100 to pay for bowling and then paid with another $100 bill when his time ran out. Caden denied knowing the bills were fraudulent and said he received the bills a couple weeks ago when he sold his PlayStation to someone in Akron, Ohio. Nope. 
A witness told police that Caden said the $100 bill was fake and that his dad gave it to him. Police found text messages between father and son that discussed how, quote, it worked with the $100 bills. Chase, who is the father, was also charged in October with stalking and harassment after Jefferson Township police said he harassed women through text messages and hazardous driving, which we talked about in our previous fish update. Uh, this guy sounds like a terrible human being, and I'm sorry he's dragging his son into this because the son isn't going to know better. Um, yeah, I mean, this sounds terrible and dumb. I mean, here you can't even pay at the McDonald's with a 20 without them, like, checking for forgeries. Yep. They, it's too bad that they found a spot that, like, still trusts them to give them movie money. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that's it for ramblings. Are you ready for Taste of the Keys? Yeah. So we have two Tastes of the Keys. One is that there was a full-ass murder in Key West this week. This never happens. No, thank goodness. Some guy was like behind a bar peeing on the wall and this guy with a stupid name like... Oh, it was like Van Hoven Terrence Schmuggly III. Like literally that's almost his actual name. Uh, whose family owns the building that the guy was peeing on, came out and basically shot the guy twice and killed him and then called police and said, I I shot someone in self-defense. Yeah, so. self-defense. I was protecting mummy's money. Fuck that guy so much. No kidding. Um, so that's all we got to say about Schmuggly the Third. Um, but we do have a good conch life story, uh, which is about a, a free diver. A unique class of crazy-ass people are free divers. No kidding. This is like the solo climbers version underwater. So so this guy, who's like a good-looking dude, I guess, is a free diver. And he, <laughs> what did you say? He looks like a good-looking dude. Good, I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Like, Yeah, he's pretty clean-cut. He's a, you know, he looks, he's definitely in good shape. Athletic-looking. He's all yeah. lung. He's got lungs all like lung. down to his <laughs> knees. Ooh, your lungs are hot. <laughs> you got huge Brady. lungs. Huge oh, no, lungs. Dylan, whatever huge his name lungs, is. Huge lungs, dude. <laughs> the lungs on that guy. Look at the lungs on Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. All right. A Key West man nearly lost at sea has been reunited with one of the buoys who, that helped save his life. After <laughs> It's a love story. After being stranded on January 20. Uh, stranded on January 26th, strong currents pushed Dylan Gartenmeyer into an ecological reserve managed by the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary. He used a knife, which I like to think was like strapped to his thigh or his calf. Probably to his calf, a diver knife. Yeah, I get one of those. You got it for me. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. He used a knife to cut loose mooring buoys that kept him afloat until his family found him in near darkness. The castaway buoys were later found, and today the Sanctuary's buoy team presented Gartenmeyer with a keepsake of his heroic experience. So he got one of the buoys that he, like, roped three of them together. <laughs> and they're, like, the size of his torso in yeah, this they're picture. They're bigger than I thought, yeah. But they're not, like, three buoys is not that big. That's no. a tiny for a raft. No, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they gave him one of the buoys. It looks like everybody signed it. It says... <laughs> I just zoomed in on it. It's got a message and it says, just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> From Captain something, Captain Bootin. It's just a little unclear how he kind of got lost. I think he was free diving and then the currents carried him away. The currents, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, there yes. were strong currents that day. Um, 
Yeah. So anyway, they he he got rescued, and the buoys. You know, obviously, when they rescued him, they just left the buoys, and they washed up somewhere. People found him, and so they went and put the buoys back out. Except they got one new one, and they gave him one of the buoys that he was saved on, which is a pretty cool story. There's a movie about free divers called The Big Blue. Yeah, we haven't watched it because there's no sharks. I don't know that there are sharks, but it's all about where you really want to just die under there and become one with the fish and stop breathing altogether. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Not for me, thank you. It's French. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time for German word of the week. Oh, yeah. The German word of the week is... Hop seems to have settled back down. Schmierfink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the sound that hops make. Schmierfink. <laughs> Is what you call a graffiti artist. Oh, Schmierfink. I mean, not in the respectful way of a graffiti artist. It's smeary... Vandal? Smeary Finch. <laughs> yeah, smeary Fink. Schmierfink. Schmierfink. That's a good one. No, graffiti vandal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. There you go. No context. It wasn't really anything. Oh, we did find some, like graffiti on our road the other day somebody like tagged our, our street our sleepy little road <laughs> how random is that i know like at the middle of the night someone's like spraying graffiti out our, outside our house it's in the middle clearly of like some 16 year old he thinks it's all gangsta you like think down here in the key visiting yeah. <laughs> like it, his family is renting a place for the summer yeah that's right Ugh. uh homeschooled he's not hard <laughs> Uh, you got any items for Ingo Corner? This is where you get to talk about whatever you want. Oh my God, Ingo Corner. Um, you can also talk about nothing. I got nothing. I mean, I get nothing that isn't all like weepy and nice and. You can do weepy and nice. People like no, to no, hear. No, no, I don't. I don't. I can't handle the eye roll. I, I look eyes closed. Oh Go no, no, they're in there. It's, right, it's eyes like, closed, looking away. It's like REM sleep. I, I can promise. Tell, I can tell <laughs> it's moving around. No, I'm good. No, no, no I'm good. I'm all good. right, all right. Nothing new. All right, everyone. Uh, well, thanks for listening. If we do the butter candle before the next podcast, you'll get a little bonus with Ingo's <laughs> angry reactions, disgusted reactions. And until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye.